This is the GQ Coaches Show with Coaches Goins and Quick, brought to you by the United States Basketball Association, the leader in youth basketball, usbahoops.com. Now, get ready to chop it up with your hosts, Coaches G and Q, for the real talk in sports. All right, it's Monday night, and you know what time it is. It's Coach Goins along with Coach Quick. You know what? It is, man, it, it, what a great day uh, to be talking about sports. It's the NFL uh, playoffs is going on. We now, now we know who's going to the Super Bowl. We've got dynamic stuff to talk about this week. Coach Quick, man, what's going on in your world? Hey, what's going on, Coach G? You want to know what's going on with Coach Q? Well, man, Coach Q is so excited about our very special guest tonight. I feel like I'm posted up inside Lincoln Financial Field at the 50-yard line, waiting to have a great conversation with a former Philadelphia Eagle. So after this short break, Coach G and I are going to come right back, and we're going to be chopping it up with a Philadelphia Eagles legend. So make sure those cleats are laced up tight. Listening to Coach's G&Q chopping it up. All right, Coach Goins and Coach Quick are back in. Coach Quick, I know we got somebody fantastic and got some football experience, so what's popping? Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce to some and present to others. He is a former Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs football player. He is also a former member of the Great Cup champions of the, the Toronto Argonauts. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the GQ Coaches Show. And put those hands together for Coach Akeem Jordan. Thank you, Coach Quick and Coach Grimes for having me on the show. How are y'all doing? Oh man, Coach, man, we cer- we're certainly excited. I know uh, it's uh, NFL playoffs, and everybody is you know on the gridiron. But we're so excited to have a legend. When we say legend, a legend, you know what? Because he started Harrisonburg High School, he star and won a national championship at James Madison University, and he played at the Pinnacle, right? And everybody says, "What man?" Yes, we have none other than Akeem Jordan. That is right. That played in the National Football League and played for the Philadelphia Eagles along with the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and, if I'm not mistaken, finished up with the Washington Redskins. So we're excited to have you on, Coach. Coach Quick, I'll kick it over to you for your opening question. Yes, sir. King, man, it's a pleasure to have you on. My first question for you is, could you tell our listening audience who King Jordan is? Well, I'm a kid that came out of Harrisonburg. Um, played football, didn't really like it at first, but I played, um, won the championship, the state championship in high school. Then, uh, further my career at James Madison, where we won the national championship. Then got an opportunity to play for the Philadelphia Eagles for free agency. Um, made the team there. Uh, played with some great people like Brian Dawkins and, uh, Jeremiah Trotter, and th- that's just to name a few. You know, there's been a lot of great people that I played with, a lot of mentors that I played with there that, that kept me going in the game, um, made me realize that it was more than just a game. Absolutely. Um, man, what a what an honor and a privilege it is. First and foremost, you won at, at the high school level as a state champion, went on to James Madison, had a great, great career, won the national championship over Montana, 
um, 31 to 21 in 2004. Man, congratulations on an outstanding body of work so far. And man, we're just looking to have fun and chop it up here with you. It's getting ready to be a pleasure. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on here with y'all guys. Yes sir. yes, sir. Hey, Coach Quick, man, I just moved into the area. That was about almost 18 years ago. And, you know, JMU and I live in Augusta County, and, and uh, Rockingham County is just a county of a bu- north of me. And then all of a sudden, you know, the buzz was going on, man, JMU. And next thing I know, they, they win the national championship, and then they go on, and all of a sudden I start hearing about this guy. And I was like, man, this guy really must be a baller. Right. And so now here we are. Right. Fast forward it. And here we have the honor and privilege of having Coach Jordan on the show. So, Coach, as you were talking about, you know, you didn't like the game of football when you first started. Now, when you first started, what side of the ball were you on? I started on. um, Well, I started when I was little. So we played both sides. So I've been playing both sides of the ball for uh, probably. The, the beginning of my career, I played both all the way through high school. Then when I went to college, they um, my coach told me to pick a side, like what side to recruit, mm. you know, of what what side I, I wanted to play. And I didn't like being a nail, so I said I want to play defense so I can be the hammer. <laughs> <laughs> so I can I can I can uh, relate to that because actually Coach Quick played for me 28 years ago. Uh, when I used to coach high school football, uh, he was on uh, our starting center, also defensive line. And I coached the D line, but yeah, I was man. I I had to be able to put my hands on somebody. I couldn't be that offensive guy uh, on that <laughs> side. But in that, so so as you made that transition, when did when did you realize like you know what, man, I I can play this game and I'm good at it. When did you realize that? So the game has been so fun for me, man, um, and just the competition that I didn't really look at it like that. I was so much about winning, right, and being selfless as a player that I wasn't, like, focused on, like, if I'm playing, I was just like, don't let my your fellow teammates down, you know. And uh, and I had so much fun doing it. So when um, I started getting all this notoriety, I was like, oh, okay. Like, did we win? Like, that's me. Did we win? Like, because that means nothing to me if we didn't win. And um, I didn't really notice until – Maybe my senior year, we had a couple of other guys that was getting uh, scouted by the NFL, and you know my name was left out of that out of that pool. And I talked to one of my mentors, and he just told me, "Hey, listen, the scouts got eyes, so keep doing what you're doing." You know, and I was like, "Okay, like I'm gonna keep doing, you know, playing, having fun. Um, that's the main part, and that's the part that I preach to these kids today is just to have fun." And when you're having fun, you know, it's endless. The sky's the limit, you know. And um, that's why I didn't really know that, you know, I was doing all this. I was just worried about winning, winning, not my contribution as much, um, even though I was contributing. I was just worried about winning and what it took to win. And what it took to win uh, was me contributing. So um, I just had fun. Kept kept coming day in and day in out, uh, day in day out, and just working hard, working, working, working. And um, when I looked up, it was my senior year in college, right? And I had went to a race game training camp. And when I went there, I, I, I seen them playing, and I was like, oh man, like 
if I get the opportunity, I know I can do this. You know, I just need an opportunity. Just need the opportunity. Wow. And uh, the opportunity came uh, a year later. Um, went up there to Philly. Um, and just, first, it was just so much nerve. Um, my role model was that I looked up to um, playing. Didn't know him yet, but playing was Brian Dawkins, right? Mm-hmm. I played safety in high school. Um, yeah, I moved to linebacker in college. So I model was trying to model my game after Brian Dawkins, and it was just a blessing to be in the same building, getting to meet this guy, you know? <laughs> and that's like the lack of words right there because when I met him, I was just like, wow, like, you know, like first time ever being like starstruck. Right. And it didn't hit me until like we was on the field together. Wow. Like one time in practice. Like he's you know, you see him and he's like, Oh, I gotta worry about, you know, this play, this play. We we watching film so it's not like I'm like staring at the guy, right? But <laughs> uh we had uh we was at practice one day and I was starting, I just I just started, just got into the starting lineup and he rolled down to like a, a cover three. And when he rolls down, he has to, you know, communicate with me. And when he communicated with me, I'm just, you know, that's when it hit me. Like, he's really talking to me. Like, this is a guy, like, since I was little, playing in high school, modeling my game after him. He's communicating with me. But they did a great job because um, I, I think it was first or second year um, of just mentoring me, you know, of, of giving me that, the ins and outs of the game. After practice, after meetings, like I know Jeremiah Charter uh, pulled me in. It was like, "Hey, you good?" I could he he could see that I was good then, but he was like, "Hey, listen, you you got to stop making the same mistakes, and we don't have like enough time to talk to like the threes and the fours, right? The meetings because we have to get the ones and the twos right. So in meeting times, it's not enough time in the day to get everyone." straight you know everyone good like everyone up to par yes, sir. and he pulled me to the side and we watched film right, every night after um meetings and this is like 9 30 10 o'clock at night right? and he used to be like the first time like coach said the meeting's over you know i'm tired we've been up since 6 6 30 and i'm like i gotta go back to sleep because we gotta get up at 6 30 again and he pulls me into, he's like, hey, bro, like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to sleep. I'm tired. Like, <laughs> meeting's over. He was like, because the coach says the meeting's over doesn't mean the meeting's over for you. Like, have a seat. We're going to go through this together. And he really pulled me under his wing. And, um, you know, I'm grateful for that because I was young, 21. You know, everything I was thinking about sleeping, getting up and performing the next day. But he was like the one, like, hey, listen, you can't keep making these mistakes. This is how professionals do it. Like, after the lights are off, after no one's watching, you keep going. And that right there stuck with me my whole career. Coach Jordan has absolutely nailed it in our very first segment. And you know what? We're certainly uh, so excited to have him on as we wrap up the Set the Table segment, which is brought to you by United States Basketball Association, the leader and youth basketball tournaments and sports. We're going to step away, hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Hey, this is Pete Chilka, North Carolina Tar Heel and NBA champion. 
You're listening to the GQ Coaches Show on ESPN Radio 1240, The Boss. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Hey, this is Chris Matola, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show on ESPN Radio 1240, The Boss, the real talk in sports. All right, this is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick and our very special guest via telephone, Mr. Akeem Jordan. That is exactly right. So if you know football, you know he's been on the gridiron for the Eagles, the Kansas City Chiefs, and also the Washington Redskins, and he's now coaching high school football in Harrisonburg, Virginia. Coach Quick, I see you in the back of the end zone, brother. Absolutely. Uh, King, what is the three reasons you like being a part of a team sport? All right, three reasons that I like being part of a team sport. Yes, sir. Um, it is, one, just the, the male camaraderie that's there, you know, the teamwork, the looking out for each other. Like, you're not only a team on the field, you're a team off the field. And I say this because... Uh, it's more that happens off the field than it does on. And because you have that bond on the field, you can take it off. That's one. Two, it's just fun. The atmosphere is fun. It's stress-free. It's a stress-free atmosphere. Um, you just go out there. You play. You're having fun. You're working for the brother next to you. Or if you're on a team, I just love teams all together, regardless of male or female. It's just fun helping someone achieve what they can their full potential and to me that's a great teammate um and three the the winning and the losing right is how you how you deal with the winning and the losing as a team is either you want to bounce back and, and work harder if you if you lose if you win it's how can we keep winning and it's, and it's that, that that kept me going. Like, oh, this is a team. And I played on some teams that didn't seem like a team. It was a lot of individuals. Mm. So I can't say every team that I played on felt like a team. But 
teams that I that I played on that felt like a team, it was like nothing can divide us. And we just was working, especially in our championship years. Um, I had won three championships, uh, state championship, national championship, and then when I went to the CFL after my NFL career was over, uh, we won a championship, the Grey Cup in Canada. And those teams, I, I could think about those teams, is that we was one, we was together. And we knew that we was going to win. And that's and that was the difference. We didn't believe it. We knew we was going to win, and we knew we was going to win because of our preparation throughout the week. Absolutely, yes, sir. And as as someone who has played the same sport that you have, not at the highest level that you have, but man, there's no greater feeling than being a part of a team and being amongst your brothers. And as you said, to me, the wins and losses they build character along the way. It's yes, it's sir. about how you handle it. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Coach Goins, I see you at the goal line. I'm about ready to hand this ball off to you. Like, take it on in. You know what to do with it. Man, I ain't never ran the football. You think I can do that at, at 56 years old? You think they'll get you? You, you, you think I get you think you think I get a you get a, can I get a matter of fact, maybe they needed me back when uh the uh, uh Seahawks was playing the uh the Patriots instead of throwing them. All right, let me get back into this thing. Sorry about that. I just had to go there. Thanks, Coach Quick, for, for recognizing me and giving me that opportunity to run the ball. But, no, here's the thing that I really want to to, to, to touch on as uh, Coach Jordan laid that thing out. He has won at every level, Coach Quick. He's won at high school, yes, won at college, and he's also won in the CFL. Can't apologize for not, not dropping that uh, in the beginning. But what a huge, huge honor to win the Grey Cup, right? When I hear that, first thing, first person I think about when anybody mentions the CFL, I always think of Warren Moon and how great he was and the things that he got done uh, across the border. So in that, so let me ask you this question here: Out of the teams that you played for, and this is kind of crazy, but I got to go here. Who had who who in the NFL who had the fattest locker room? You said the fattest, yeah, and, and just like you walk in and it was like plush, you're locking, you like, you know, because now when you think about it, now just you know, with Coach, uh, Coach Prime being out in Colorado and all of the yeah. things and the money, it's all about the bling, it's all about man, you walk in the locker room and you're like blown away. So when you walk in the NFL locker room, what, what, what's you know, what makes it go like, man, this is all right, okay, so. And my three teams that I played, um, I'm trying to remember. Maybe I'll have to go with Philly. And the reason being is, like, you had a locker room, but then you had, uh, I don't know, like a chill room, right? So the locker room was pretty normal. Everyone had, was, you know, their own lockers, um, pretty big. I was used to, like, kind of small, coming from JMU. It was a smaller school at the time, but obviously built up um, and looks fantastic. JMU's locker room looks fantastic now, but um, we came from when we, a small locker room, so just getting into a big locker room and seeing that, that was amazing to me. And then having our lounge room, which we just call like the chill room, where I had like TVs, pool tables, and games, computers, like just there, like on their downtime. And we don't get to much downtime in the NFL. But when you do, that's where everyone just gravitated towards, you know, and just the fun and just the, the jokes and all that that was happening in, in, in the lounge room or the chill room was 
phenomenal. I mean, you had the the latest everything in there, right? And I can I can I can only imagine Coach Quick to walk in there, yeah. and you know you walk in, you got your sweats on, you got your you know top and saying Philadelphia Eagles or whatever. Walk in, and you hear the balls popping over there, and somebody eating a sandwich. It, I, I, and I get that, Coach Jordan. I appreciate you allowing us inside the Philadelphia Eagles locker room, uh, and again, just to be able to to have that experience and to play at that level. Uh, it means uh, it means the world to us to be able to have you on the show and as we continue to chop it up. So, Coach Quick, man, since you let me run that thing uh, uh, at the goal line, I know you scored a two-point conversion back in your day. Uh, I never had that honor and privilege to do that. So, I'll kick it to you, Coach. Yes, sir. Hey, Jordan, I got to ask, ask this question. What is your, the best part? Could you tell our listening audience about competing at the highest level and competing in sports, period? The it's funny because I always wanted to compete at the highest level, and that used to be in my prayers, right? Um, coming from a small school and in Virginia, and then actually making it to the highest level where you're competing against the best of the best. Um, and it's amazing, right? Because it's more than just talent, then when you get there, it's more than just uh, how fast you run, right? You got to study. You gotta study your opponent. You gotta uh, know your opponent's best move. You gotta know your opponent's uh, weakness. This is all the things that come with, you know, playing at the highest level. Because everyone has a weakness. It's just about exploiting that weakness. And when you're playing at the highest level, it's not you, you don't just go out there and just play. It's, it's not like oh, I'm gonna use my talent just to get by. You go out there and you, and you try to do that. Uh, you're not going to last long. It's, it's, you know, NFL, you know, they used to say, not for long. If you do that part, it's not for long. And that's one of the things that Jeremiah Trotter taught me when I was a rookie. It was, hey, you talented, but that's not that's not enough. Mm. You, you can play, but that's not enough. Because everyone is good. And being on the field where everyone is the best for, uh, at what they do, is amazing. Like, you don't think about it when you're playing because you're just trying to win. But when you sit back in hindsight and you see, like, oh, this person did this, this person accomplished this, this person, you know, at the time, Reggie Bush was killing it in college. And, then, you know, you watch them on TV, and then next thing you know, you're on the field with them, right? So it was like, hey, like, this is the best out of the best. You got all the Heisman players out there. You got everyone that's good anything all the escalates that they made they're there on the field and it's like you gotta do you playing your best may not be enough and that is the top of the top you can play the best game ever and it's just not good enough to win and being in that and being in that atmosphere is amazing that's like a competitive dream like i go out there and give my all i'm dog tired after the game and either win or lose, you're still dog tired, you know, because you had to, you had to um, exert that much energy to win, or you know. So it's it's, it's just amazing to play at, at at the top. Absolutely. All right, ladies and gentlemen, who we have on, Mr. Akeem Jordan. 
He is a former Philadelphia Eagle. He was a national champion with the James Madison Dukes, and he also won the Great Cup in the Canadian Football League. As we close out our game plan segment, it is brought to you by Chris Montgomery of Alcoba Mortgage. When it's time to get in the game, call Chris at 540-290-0558, and we'll be right back. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at habithouseva.com and book your appointment today. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. Hey, this is Coach Mike Apple, head men's basketball coach and athletic director of San Hills Community College, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sports on ESPN Radio 1240, The Boss. Hey, this is Coach Goins along with Coach Quick, and that is exactly right. Somebody says, Am I hearing that correctly? That's right. Via telephone, we have NFL legend, uh, Mr. Akeem Jordan. And just like you said, he's played in the NFL. And and let me go ahead and drop this down. Okay, Philadelphia Eagles, Kansas City Chiefs, as well as the Washington Redskins, won a great cup when he was across the border in Canada. Okay, and he won a national championship when he was at James Madison University, and also a high school championship. So he think about that, Coach Quick Man. If you if you had a if, if you were playing darts and you stood there and you had three dart boards, and every time you do you threw the dart in high school, it hit the bullseye. And then somebody yes, went to college and said, "Okay, I want you to step back four steps." And then you step back four steps, and then you you nailed it again, and then hit the bullseye, and you won a national championship. Then somebody says, all right, we're going to take a huge step back, and now you played in the NFL. Then after you, you you jumped them hurdles, now you ended up winning the championship at the Grey Cup. And, and that's just that's a remarkable body of work uh, for Mr. Jordan, our very special guest uh, tonight, and we just want to make sure everybody understands what that means to be able to play at the, at pinnacles uh, in the sport. So here's where I want to go. When you are in, when you get ready to get in game prep mode, Coach Jordan, walk walk us through that process. Are you a? Did you walk in? First of all, my question is, I'll ask this first question: 
What music do you like listening to? And then walk us through. Are you are you a left sock guy? Do you put your right sock on first? Walk walk our listening audience through okay. through the mindset on game day for Akeem Jordan. All right, so game day, I come in. I'm, I'm probably one of the um, the first into the locker room, and I'm just you know getting the feel of the atmosphere, trying to you know calm my nerves down. So my first. At first, I listened to gospel, you know, to calm me down, mellow me out um, before the game. So while we're getting ready, it's while I'm putting on my stuff, no real superstition of, like, lucky shirt or anything like that. But just with the music, I had to mellow myself out because I don't want to play the game and I don't want to be so hyped before the game that when I come out, I'm flat. Mm. Um, so I mellow myself out. Um giving praise to God for getting me in this position, giving me this opportunity. And then after I put on the equipment, it's all crunk music on there, you know, and it's getting the, getting the nerves that we about to go out there. So it could be, and I'm, it varies. It could be from rock and roll to rap. Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever is on there and it's, you know, getting me hyped. Most times, it's, it's, it's one of the newer songs or uh, a team song. I know that we had a team song back in the day, and uh, it was just everyone would get hype, get hype, get hype. And then not it's not like uh, it was the difference between the NFL and college. Because college, it was like no one had their headphones on, nobody's in their own little in the world. And when you get to the NFL, everyone's in their little world you know, and getting ready, and then it becomes a time where everyone just comes together, takes off their headphones, then we all getting hyped, and um, I remember in Kansas City, we had this little, I'm, I'm not going to say it on on air, though, but uh, we had this little uh, chant that we said before every game, <laughs> um, and yeah, um, and we had this chant that we said before every game, and everyone get hyped, I mean, you could just feel, you could just feel the atmosphere change like a switch. Right. Everyone just took off the headphones, got together, and and we all said it, right? We all was in there. We all was together, screaming, screaming, like, you know, like, at the top of our lungs, right? And then after that, it was game on. Everybody was focused. Everybody out there, we ready to go out. Like, no one could stop us from going out. I remember one time we, we, we did it too early, so we just waited at the end of the tunnel. Like, we ready. Like, we don't want to be in the locker room anymore. We want to be on the field. We want to be out there now, right now. <clears throat> so that was like one of the rituals that, that we did. Uh, is for me is I listened to music so I wouldn't play the game before the game started. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to get too high because once once you once the game probably like fifteen minutes before the game or before we go out, that's when you start getting ready. That's when you get start getting ready to play the game. Um, because you don't want to think about mentally, you don't want to think about the game um, before the game starts. You want to remember the game plan, but you don't want to play the game. And just that was my routine: mellow out first, and then crank it up. And then after you crank it up, it wasn't no coming down until after the game. Wow! Um, so it it was it was. A very uh, intense 
It's very intense. Um, even when you're walking into the locker room, it's intense. Once you start to see your other teammates come in and you see their vibes and, and you know, everyone's different. You got in the locker room, you had about 60 personalities coming in. So it was just, it's, it's, it's fun to see how the energy starts to build as more people come in and how um, the the atmosphere change. Then when the whole team gets in there, it's just totally different. Wow. Everyone's ready, focused, and ready to go. That, that, now you know what, Coach Quick. I can I can only imagine myself. You know, I'd come through that. I and I, I guess on I I think I'd be a guy to come in and I'd be sharp every day, right? Yes, game, game day, I come in, I'd be razor sharp. They'd be like, man, look at look at Goins coming in here, man. I'd be like blazer popping, man, and get in there and sit down and have my headphones on. But no, Coach Joy, we appreciate you allowing us to to, to step again, step inside your mind, step inside. Uh, those NFL locker rooms. Coach Quick, what you got? Yes, sir. Coach Jordan, wins and losses are a big part of the game. What emotions do you feel? Your raw emotions when you play well, and then your raw emotions when you play bad. And as a follow-up question, who do you wish was watching you perform at every game? Okay. Uh, Well, playing good and playing bad is uh, how we say it up there is you may feel like you play good, but then you watch that film, right? Or you may feel like you play. You never play as bad as you, you think you did. You never play as good as you think you did. Um, so after after a game, for me, after a game, is about the win or the loss. So if we lose, it's what can I have I done to help the team win? That's what, I'm working, that's what I'm focused on. And if we win, you enjoy the win, but then you – Go back. You go back to the drawing board. How can we keep winning? So it's, it's always consistent. Like you don't enjoy it. That's like when you win a championship. It really doesn't hit you until the next week, or the week after, or a month later. It's when oh, like we're not grinding so hard because there's a difference. It's a it's a regular season and then it's a postseason. And in the postseason, that focus is right on point and once you once you focus in that tight like you don't even uh realize like my second year i think we made it to the nfc championship um and it took a while to even realize how big that game was like you know it's the the next game to the super bowl but how focused you are on just winning is the next game so if I'm speaking for self, though, but it's the next game. So the next game is the most important game. So every game that I play, the next game is the most important game. So when you go to the postseason, it's just the next game. It's the next game. So you don't want to try to do too much because it's the NFC Championship that you lose focus of team. But it's the next game. And, like, when we won those championships – well, I won those championships. Um, when I say we, I'm, I'm talking about the team I was on. When we won those championships, um, it didn't hit us for a while. Like that, we won the championship. I mean, after the game, we were celebrating, and you know, you're screaming, but it really doesn't hit you until two weeks, a month later, when it's like, yo, we actually won the championship. Like we, 
we actually are the best this year, you know. And um, it's, it's amazing how late it hits you. Like, you go through the parade, and that's when it starts hitting you. You know, like, people are out here, you know, that's when that's when it starts hitting you. Like, the parade and stuff, and 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 the all the stuff that comes with it, the papers, the press. Like, that's when it starts hitting you. But in, in the player's mind, you, you were just worried about the next game. And after that last game, you were worried about next season. So it's like, until you get all of that, 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 that parade and all that stuff, that's when it hits you, that you accomplished what you, you started off at the beginning of the season. Yes, sir. And as I, as I said earlier, you know, uh, wins and losses sometimes they help they help you build character, and it, and it's how you handle those adversities and those situations, and how you handle the ups, and how you handle the downs is how you build that character. Man, it sounds like you hey, you knew how to handle it all, and and you, you had everything in place. So I just appreciate your body of work, Coach G. I'll kick it over to you. Well, you know what, we're gonna step away, but before we do, we just want to thank our segment sponsor, and that's the Havoc House of Waynesboro, Virginia. Make your appointment today at 540-447-1362. And also, we have on our very special guest, Coach Akeem Jordan, along with Coach Quick. We'll step away. This is Matt Doherty, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sport on ESPN Radio, 1240, The Boss. The United States Basketball Association, the USBA, was founded in 2005. The USBA has been a leader in grassroots basketball tournaments and camps for boys and girls of all ages across the United States, Canada, and Puerto Rico. It is our goal to develop young people and equip them with skills that will help them advance both on and off the court. Visit their website at usbahoops.com. Their email is info at usbahoops.com or by telephone at 704-649-6812. All basketball, all the time. And thank you for playing USBA. There's a lot of reasons why people trust Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage. They have a diverse lineup of loan programs. So whether you're looking to buy a home, refinance, or tackle college expenses with your equity, you can put Chris Montgomery at Alcova Mortgage in the game for you. Call 540-290-0558 or go online to alcova.com forward slash C Montgomery. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at habithouseva.com. Dot com and book your appointment today. Hey, this is Coach Mike Apple, head men's basketball coach and athletic director of Sand Hills Community College, and you're listening to the GQ Coaches Show, the real talking sports on ESPN Radio 1240. Well, we're back in, so we hoping that you are enjoying. I know Coach Quick and I are sitting here. We're having an out of body. Only thing I look and I went down through the list. I just wish I'd have seen one team on there like the Pittsburgh Steelers, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll move on from there. But as we move into our Real Talk segment, it's brought to you by the United States Basketball Association. Visit their website at usbahoops.com, the leader in youth basketball tournaments 
in camps. And our very special guest, Coach Akeem Jordan. Uh, and, again, he's won the Grey Cup uh, when he's in Canada, won a national championship when he was at JMU, won a state championship when he was at his alma mater in Harrisonburg High School, and he's played for three teams in the NFL. So here's what I want to go, uh, Coach Jordan. Playing for the Eagles, playing for Kansas City, who were who were you pulling for this past weekend? Uh, I'm always going to go with um, the Philly and the Chiefs. And one's in the AFC and one is in the NFC, so – I don't, I don't have to be neutral until the Super Bowl. If they both make it to the Super Bowl, uh, that's when I become neutral. But um, I pull for, you know, those teams. I got history with those teams. And um, not only that, like if I see a coach that is that I used to play with or a coach that used to coach me, I'll pull for them. I'll root for the people I know regardless of, you know, who they're playing or what. I just hope that they do well. You know, and, I, and but, I, I'm um, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it's just, I was just going to say that that's outstanding. Uh, that speaks volumes to who you are. Uh, and, and again, it's all about the relationships. Uh, and, and I get that. But, it, you know, and it's just, you know, when you stop and you look, and both of those franchises have done a, an outstanding job uh, over the last several years. And just, I know you're excited just being able to say that, you know, I've been in those locker rooms, I've been in those stadiums, I've played for those organizations. And I understand totally how you wish uh, them uh, continued success. And, again, it's also uh, from the coaching ranks. Coach Quick, what you got? Yes, sir. Coach Jordan, in my opinion, you, you've you played for the best coach that's in football today in Andy Reid. Mm -hmm. I'll just like to ask you, describe your feelings and your emotions playing for Coach Reed. Oh, man, he's an amazing coach. Not only a coach, he's an amazing person, human being. Right. Um, he's not. I mean, I played for him. I played eight years. I played seven of those eight with him. And when I say he's an amazing human being, is that it's not always football talk. Yes, sir. You know, like especially coming in for the young ones and, and me throughout my career, uh, he just pulled me to the side. You know, and he'll give me some words of advice that has nothing to do with football. Right, and the first time you hear it, it's like, man, like, am I messing up? Like, you know, like, like, what's going? Like, you know, you know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a shout out because it's we're not talking about, but that's just, you know, who he is. He's a he's a great human being. So if he if he feels like he has some advice to give you to share with you, um, he would say it. it's not always football, and with with that. Being said that that speaks that speaks volumes on you know of who he is like he cares about you as a person as a human being not just a, a football player or a, a pawn in in the game he actually cares about your person and I think that's what made him so so great as he is now and um I know I know right now those those guys out there playing for him right now really trust and believe in him. Because when I play for him, just giving you advice off the field, pulling you to the side, it wasn't every day, right? It would just be like, hey, like, to me, he'll be like, Keem, save your money. Like, this is, you know, what's going on. This is what's going on. Like, you never know what, you know, and just like little advice like that all the way through my career, like off the field advice. If you had anything that, you know, that was bothering you, you could, you could go to him. 
uh, as a mentor um, and ask and talk about outside of football because he does care. It's not like, oh, you know, that's not football talk. I don't want to hear about it or I don't have time to hear about it. He actually sits down and listens and gives you advice, good advice. You know, he's been through it. Um, he's he's coached a lot, seen a lot, done a lot. Like, he's, he's a great mentor. So playing for him was, was a no-brainer, you know, just like he playing for him, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And just sitting here listening to you run that down, man, it, that's what I would want in a football coach, you know, somebody who cares, not just about how I play the game, um, but they care about my life. As as I sit here and listen to you say, he told you to save your money. Man, that's big. That's that's absolutely huge right there to have a coach that that will sit you down and talk to you about life lessons. And, man, that's very important. And it takes me back to my high school days, 28 years, my relationship with Coach Goins. You know, he, I, I seen that he cared about Mike Quick, the person, not not just Mike Quick, the defensive tackle. And I feel like you feel that way about Coach Reed. And, man, that that to me, that that's outstanding. And it goes back to one of our former guests who said, who made a quote on our show, can I trust you? And I felt like, hey, you could trust Andy Reid. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Coach G, I'll kick it over to you. All right, man. So, listen, since we talk about that, I, I want to hit Coach Jordan up with this question. What is your favorite movie as it relates to sports? Uh, favorite movie? Uh, I have to go with Remember the Titans. Rem- oh, man. Why did why, 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 why I think he was going to go there, Coach Quick? Yeah, that, hey, Denzel Washington, number one. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Coach, let me ask you. This. So, why, mm-hmm. what, 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 uh, what's special about that movie for you? Um, it's a lot of things, but just the point is of uh, how he got that team in that time to come together to realize that they're on a team and they're all brothers. That was big at that time. Um with the segregation and all the stuff that was going on, I guess, around that time. And how you get a team to to only focus in on the locker room and not what's outside and not letting the outside interfere with what the team goal is. And watching that film, I, I can attest to the struggles as when I was growing up about, you know, being called – outside my name, you know, derogatory words. And just to know that it was in the locker room and then how he changed that um, and how they went out and performed and became brothers through football. Like, without football, those guys would have never been as close as they was if they was just going to school together. Or they would have never been as close as they was if they never shared that sport together. Or been on that same team, and like I said, I like them. I love the movie. I like it. I love the movie. Um, for one, for that reason especially. Also, um, the way that Denzel in that movie portrayed that he acted, he acted with class act, even with the other coaches that was calling him outside his name, was calling him. Um, uh, bad words and how he acted with class that speaks a lot because it's not about who they are and how they acting it's about who you are and who you want to be 
right? So you can't let the outside interfere with your inner self. You know what? That is so eloquently put. Coach Quick, man, th- th- there's no question, and we're so excited that to have uh, Coach Jordan on the show tonight. And ladies and gentlemen, what we're going to do, step away, hear from our sponsors, but we're right in the middle of our Real Talk segment with our very special guest, Coach Akeem Jordan. Looking for something fun but different to do? Join a group of friends, family, or co-workers to destroy electronics, break some glass, or even throw some axes. At the Havoc House located downtown Waynesboro, Virginia, visit their website at HavocHouseVA.com and book your appointment today. This is Bobby Collins, the head basketball coach at the Shaw University. And you're listening to the GQ Coaching Show, the real talk in sports on ESPN 1240. The Boss. Hey, this is Kenny Anderson, fifth men's basketball coach. And you're listening to GQ Coaches Show, the real talk in sports on ESPN Radio 1240, the boss. All right, we're back in, and we are in the middle of our real talk segment. And if anybody's ever listened to the show, you know what I always say. It's my favorite time because we talk real talk uh, when it comes down to it. So, Coach Quick, I'm going to kick it over to you for your question. Yes, sir. Coach Jordan, um, I'd just like for you to talk about your role at Harrisonburg High School and and your kids at Harrisonburg, the life lessons that you're teaching and coaching them? Um, My role is um, running backs coach, linebackers coach, and coach with the special teams. And what I I preach to these kids is that no matter what, you got to keep grinding, right? If you have a goal in mind, you got a dream in mind, don't let anyone tell you that you can't achieve what you see that you can see yourself doing. And you might have some obstacles um, going away, but if you keep grinding, you're going to jump over those obstacles. You're going to go around those obstacles. You're going to knock those obstacles down. And that's why I try to preach to them. Like I didn't have an easy path to where, you know, I went. It wasn't easy, but I kept grinding, kept working, kept believing, had faith. And when once you keep doing that, there's nothing that can stop you but you. And you, I tell them all the time, you can be whatever you want. They actually had one of the best um, places in life is the start. And you have to start, no matter, you can start anywhere in life, but as being a young, a young adult, you at the start of your life, and if you know where your finish line wants to be, you know what you want to happen on your finish line, you always start down and then don't deviate from from the path, even if the path has obstacles. Like, I've been told I was too slow. I've been told I was too short. I've been told a lot of things that I couldn't do, but I still made it to where I believed I, I could play. And with with that being said, this is what I am teaching them. Like, a lot of people is going to tell you from the outside that you can't do something, that you're not big enough, you're not strong enough, you're not this. And I tell them I wasn't the strongest, I wasn't the fastest, and I wasn't the most gifted, but I was there. There's only it's only one, one person that can have that title. <laughs> 
but it's not only one person that's playing in the team sport. Wow. So with that being said is is that you got to keep grinding. Like if, if Spud Webb would have, they would have told him he was too short, he would have never made it to where he was at. And it's like those things that get stuck in in young in the youth's mind about someone outside telling them what they can do and what they can't do. I'm trying to tell them you got to block that. You got to block it. You got to cut off all that negativity and, and focus on your goal. Because you're gonna have people telling you you're not you're not good enough. You're gonna have telling people telling you that you're not fast enough or you're not big enough or whatever to make it to the next level, to the college level, collegiate level. But if you keep grinding, someone's gonna see. You. It's gonna work for your good. You just gotta keep grinding. You gotta keep grinding. Absolutely outstanding, and Coach Z, I'll kick it over to you. Well, you know what? I, what can what can I say? But Thank you to, to Coach Jordan. Uh, and as we start to, to wind this up, number one, folks, what I want people to realize is he's taking time away to be on the show. It's folks like Coach Jordan that gives back to the students of Harrisonburg High School, the role model. That th- think about that, Coach, quick, man. If you're on the team and you, yes, go to, you go to practice every day and you're out there and the coaches are blowing the whistle and da-da-da-da-da, but when you walk out on the uh, a high school football field and one of your coaches has played at every level in the game and is an, yep. and is a champion at every level in the game if you can't dial that in brother you know what i'm going i'm going to have to i'm going to have to maybe give you another number that you can call and y'all y'all can talk about that on the side but the point i'm making i'm challenging all of the young folks that have coaches that maybe have have not played at that level but they're giving the they're investing their time but when you have a coach that has played at the levels that coach jordan has played man what an experience i couldn't imagine right is walking out on the practice field and getting ready to and you sit at this you know you're in the huddle or you gathered around and you at his feet and he's telling you everything that you need to know in order to to, to be prepared in order to play uh so you know, just hats off to you, Coach Jordan. You know, we just a thousandfold blessing uh, to you and yours as you continue to move forward. So, with that, Coach Quick, I'll kick it over you for your closing comments. Yes, Coach Jordan, I just like to say thank you, thank you, thank you for accepting the invitation to come on our show today. It's been an absolute pleasure to sit here and chop it up with you, not only about football, but about life skills and success we just appreciate you and we wish you the best in your future endeavors god bless you may heaven smile upon you and your family thanks again yes sir thanks for having me and inviting me and the same be blessed yes sir thank you so much coach jordan i tell you what coach quick man what a treat that was to have on you know this time of year to have nfl and think he played in the nfl for over eight years yes sir and and your great question man he played for andy reed and just when you win in all faith, think about that, man. You 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 are from Harrisonburg, Virginia, which is you know not the you know you're not in the metropolis, but you win a high school championship, you win a college national championship. Uh, did not win a Super Bowl, but however, when he finished in NFL, he went to uh, Canada, and he won the Grey Cup, which is equivalent to the Super Bowl if uh, you follow uh, Canadian football. But just my thing, what I liked about it is just how those guys would take They say, come here, rookie. You know, the meeting's over with, but you're going to come over here and you're going to spend some extra time 
talking about and working on your craft. What's, what's your what's your take on that, Coach? Well, you know what, Coach G, that's what it's about, man. It, it's all about getting key vets. Um, whenever you're a young rookie coming in, you got to have those guys who are going to take up that time and show you what it's like and show you how to be a pro. And that's what Jeremiah Trotter, Brian Dawkins, those guys did for Coach Jordan. And I, Coach Jordan just appreciated that. It taught him how to be a man. It taught him how to, it taught him responsibility and how to stand up and continue to grind and stay, and stay on the grind and get his work ethic intact. In, in and um, I know he appreciates Jeremiah Trotter and Brian Dawkins and those guys teaching him the ropes. He had great vets. So that's a great thing. And, and also, you know, call out is, is, is don't let the naysayers and people say, oh, you're not big enough you're not this but they told him all that but yet he survived eight years in that league man that, and then again like you said coach uh, playing for coach reed is a huge deal uh and then being able to to play with him think about it for eight years that was his coach yes sir you know it, it's very hard to to, to, to to say well i've been on three teams but for eight years uh, Andy Reid was your coach, and what a tremendous, tremendous thing. So, listen, we got a little more time. So, what, what's brewing in the world of college basketball as we get ready to get into February? And you can't be slipping in February. Hey, you got that right. We're, good. We're headed down the stretch run of college basketball, man. Everything is heating up. And, of course, we in ACC country. So, you know, we're watching those standings. Hey, I feel like the Tar Heels are coming along. It's playing well. Virginia is, hey, they're Virginia. Tony Bennett still got them clicking. And um, so, you know, man, it's just headed down the stretch run. We're going to see what's going to happen here in the month of February, headed into March Madness. Let's get it. Let's get rocking and rolling and lace those sneakers up tight. Well, you know, I know this week is a big game in Chapel Hill. Absolutely. And that is the Carolina yo yo boys versus my guys, right? So we're gonna yes, take, sir. we we we're gonna put the gloves on in the best team and guess what? You know what? So we we wish uh the guys from uh, Pittsburgh they'll be traveling down to the Chapel Hill and get ready to play that game against uh, none other than Coach Quick and the North Carolina Tar Heels. So you know who I'm pulling for. I'm pulling for my Pitt Panthers. And I, I asked Coach Quick before the answer, you pulling for Carolina? He said, Absolutely. Okay, so I thought he might have, you know, kind of you know, stepped away from the dark side <laughs> and jumped over there. But that's what it's all about. It's about everybody having their teams, chopping it up, enjoying it, but most importantly, uh, understanding what the number one thing is, and that is to turn boys into men uh, and being able to realize that these guys are college athletes, and that's what it's all about. So with that, Coach Quick, I'll toss it to you for your final comments, and then you know where to take us. Man, hey, it's just been a pleasure this week to have Coach Jordan on the show. Looking forward to uh, bigger and better things in the coming weeks. So, and now for Coach Goins, our very special guest, Coach Akeem Jordan, former Philadelphia Eagle and Kansas City Chief, as well as the running backs coach at Harrisonburg High School. And for myself, Coach Quick, we'll see you in the locker room. You have been listening to the GQ Coaches Show with Coaches G and Q, the real talk in sports on ESPN Radio, 1240 The Boss 